0: Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, December 20th. And if you're racking your brain about what you need to do for the holidays, let me present you a great opportunity. How about you pre-order my new book? I'm going hard on this, Mark just stay tuned on this one. Uh, and why? Because we just got a nice review. I got a review. This was made me so happy. This is from a review of um, for lot, the whole US library system, where basically they're like, should you buy this book for your library or not? May I read a little bit, Mark? Schlesinger Jill. Okay, I don't have to do that part. Uh, the Great Money Reset. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Award-winning CBS News business analyst Schlesinger shows how to rejuvenate personal financial plans and increase income at any stage of life. Focusing on the key question, is this really how I want to live, the work will appeal to those contemplating major life changes, such as early retirement, new midlife careers, and first-time entrepreneurship. Through the author's experiences as a radio and TV business commentator and podcaster, she is able to anticipate questions and concerns that individuals may have. Each chapter illustrates its lessons by telling interesting stories, that's where you guys came in, about how others used money as a tool to achieve their dreams and achieve financial freedom. These lessons will help readers avoid costly mistakes. The verdict. Since many public library readers are embarking on new life adventures in this COVID era, this title is recommended as a first purchase for all business collections. Academic library collections that support certified financial planner preparation can also benefit with this title. Pretty nice, right? I felt good about that. You know, the librarians are toughies. So anyway, uh, go and pre-order the book and thank you so much for giving me all the fodder that I needed for this book. (laughs) You guys really. When you read this, you're going to be like, "I remember that podcast episode." You're gonna you're gonna hear it. It's amazing. All right, let's do some emails, Mark. Uh, it's getting towards the end of the year. We've got to clean out some of the people who've been piling up here. This is from Jason, who writes, "Hello, I would like your thoughts on a possible career change." Perfect. Uh, I want to go over income and uh, uh, future prospects within the financial world. Okay, here's the here's the essence of what's going on for Jason. I'm a seasoned real estate agent. I have over 10 years experience with a small team, but I'm looking at other opportunities without working nights and weekends. Ugh, that is the worst part about being a realtor. Okay, love what I do, love helping people, but just trying to figure out if there's something else out there. Would love your experience from the job changes that you've done and your knowledge and expertise in the financial world and best practices that I should be doing before I make the change. I'm not looking to make the change anytime soon, probably within the next year or so. That's pretty soon to me. Thanks and can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Okay. So you know what, Jason? I think the most important thing when we discuss making a career change is we use the ideas around just solid financial practices that will allow you to make these changes. So you hear when we talk to people on the air, when we say, you know, tell us what you're making, what's going on. We want to get a real sense for how you're living currently. Do you use this, uh, your your income to fund a lifestyle that you can maintain doing something different? Can you live uh, with a little bit less? Can you stockpile some cash as you make a transition? Can you replace income Can you be able to, when you do your next, whatever that next gig is, do you want to do that working for someone else? Do you want to work for yourself? So all these are questions to contemplate. When I made my transitions, the thing that I always was clear about was that I wasn't going to do it all or nothing. There was a period where I could ramp up and I was not planning to actually get a job at CBS News. That came so out of the blue frankly, when I was thinking about leaving my financial planning practice, what I started to do was create a, this huge pink binder of information. Now, Mark, just ap- apropos of that, you know who is the, uh, the person who told me to get the pink binder? That's Maureen. Maureen is the pink binder queen. This is my friend who just passed away. And so I can tell you this story because she's in the book. And her idea is always that like you need a way to organize your thoughts when you're going through transitions. She was a very organized person. And she encouraged me, like, get this pink binder, look at all the different opportunities that are out there and like categorize them and then start pursuing each one and learning more. And do your research. So she really laid it out to me like this is a huge research project. It's just the research project is you. And I would encourage you to do that, that if there is a way for you to start thinking about what are the different areas in the economy in your life that think where you think like that would be a cool thing to do. Then you start pursuing that and talk to people and interview people and understand what is the, you know, yes, it's great not to work weekends and nights. On the other hand, you know, could you actually exist in an office every day? That might be horrible for you. So I think that you're in a position when you come out of a a sales job like real estate, you can apply that skill to a lot of different things. The question is, you know, what you are giving up is a little bit of your own. Yes, you're going to get freedom in terms of not being tethered to work weekends and nights, but you're going to give up maybe freedom during the week, freedom over your schedule. You know, sometimes when you say, oh, well, I hate working all these weekends, you might end up working weekends, working for someone else and be not particularly happy. So you've got to start really pushing yourself to pursue different ideas and then research it. And try to think about that way. He's self-employed. What's interesting about that is, you know, he doesn't have benefits already. Some people I would say like, hey, when you're making the big job change, don't forget what you're going to lose. But he doesn't have that right now. So, you know, I think it's great. I think you to go from one sales job to another is awesome, by the way. That's a wonderful thing to think about. Okay. We have Sarah, who is talking about paying for graduate school starting just next month. Okay. Okay. So Sarah says, I'm a longtime listener. I love your show. I listen every morning. It teaches me something new. Thank you. Our daughter will be starting grad school in January. We're wondering what the best option for her tuition of approximately $60,000 for this program that will span two years. You know what the best option is? To tell her not to do that. So bad. Uh, also in my book, The Overspending on Graduate School. okay, here's what we they, they have considered. Get her a graduate plus loan. Oh my God, look at that interest rate mark. Seven and a half percent rate and over four percent of processing fees it was it's the most expensive option. She would not have any forgiveness of the loan based on her field of study. Hmm. okay. Oh, I don't like this one. We could get a home equity line of credit at our credit union for 7% interest rate. With no fee, she would make the payments. We could pay it off before she finishes paying us the total amount, saving her some interest. Liquidate some of our brokerage account to pay each term as it comes due with a consequence of us having to pay capital gains. She would then make payments to us with no interest. We have plenty of assets to do this without affecting our retirement. With interest rates so high and dismal stock market returns this year, we're trying to be cost conscious. Any of these options a clear winner? Do you have another option we should consider? I already gave you my other option. Are we really going to do this? But I guess they're going to do it. Mark, do you want to vote on on A, B, or C? Because I have my vote. Of those three options, I I think I'm leaning C. Me too. Absolutely. And here's the critical part of why we think liquidating your brokerage account to do this the consequences pack capital gains, but here we go. Here's the, the nut graph, as we say in journalism, we have plenty of assets to do this without affecting our retirement. That's what you're going to do. And what I would do is like use this opportunity perhaps to clean up your brokerage account. I mean, you might have capital gains. You have no losses in the whole account. Can we, you know, so I think that's it. That's the option. Don't go to these other things are too expensive. And, you know, she can pay you interest. It's fine. She can pay you back. It's fine. Well, I don't know what her, her field is going to be, but I hope that she it's worth it. And by the way, the thing is when you're the rich parent, if it really doesn't impact your retirement or your other needs, great, go for it. I mean, that's fine. I just, I think a lot of people are not in that situation and they are really looking at this, this seesaw of like, help my kid, maybe then have to work longer. And just want to remind everybody that sometimes you say, I'll just work longer and that choice gets taken away from you. You know, you're, we're all not just you, but we all are like one deep recession away from losing a job. So just be careful that you don't count on that. All right. Okay. Here's Judy. She says, I work in a small office. There's an owner, there's a manager, and there's me. I just found out the owner has been holding back my simple IRA match until quote the market crashes. What? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when they have to match. The plan is through American funds. I'm not happy about the fees there. I know. It's two percent basically for a target date fund. I didn't realize that my portion doesn't go in until the owner makes his match. Am I crazy to give up the match and stick with Fidelity where I have my own accounts? It isn't a huge amount, probably not more than a thousand dollars a year as I'm part-time, but I always hear not to give up the match. It's bugging me. Should I just get over it? Probably. I'll take the match. He's going to have to match you. It's actually a rule. It sucks that it's from through American funds and it sucks that he thinks he's a market timer. Why don't you play this back and just have it on speaker as you listen to this at work? You know, like, oh, I'm just listening to a podcast. (laughs) See, small business people, come on. Just like stop that. You know, and I like the subject is simple IRA hijinks. Here's someone with a very, I'm going to just call this person D who says, I just found out after over 30 years, you have a, you have a, a column in the Mercury news. 30 years. What does he mean by that? Anyway, I'm 84. My wife is 79. We have investments totaling two and a half million dollars uh, with advisors with whom we've been associated a number of years being fiscally conservative, we keep roughly $150,000 in our credit union as a backup to quick cash if we were to need it. Of course, it pays very, very little interest, but we accept that in exchange for quick money. You see this? Here's an 84-year-old person who gets it. It pays very, very little interest, but we accept that in exchange for quick, and I would add, safe money. Get it? Now, one of the advisors has suggested take part of it and put it in treasury bonds. He feels they're very safe and easily accessible. What do I suggest? I mean, treasury bonds are very safe. They're backed by the full force of the U.S. government. So if he wants to put it in some short-term bills or bonds, no big deal. Just make sure that whatever they put in there, you understand what the term is. That's the only thing I would say. So no long-term anything. You like having that beautiful liquidity. I agree with you. Okay. This is David. He says, I'm retired. I'm age 66. I'm single. I've got $80,000 in a savings account, $800 a month in a pension, and I receive $1,000 a month in dividend income. I have an $870,000 taxable account, $900,000 in a rollover IRA. Part of that is inherited. And $570,000 in a Roth. Also, part of it is inherited. I live comfortably comfortably. Oh my God, I live comfortably on $30,000 a year. Okay, would you advise converting some of my IRA to a Roth? Also, when should I start taking social security? I'm trying to minimize taxes in my retirement years. Well, I mean, he can convert some of this money. I mean, he's in in such a low tax bracket right now. You know, he's in the 12% bracket. I don't know if you have kids or not. You have a bunch of money in retirement. What I think I would do is this maybe instead of pulling the money out of the dividends in the taxable account, um, maybe you should start slowly pulling the money out of your rollover and get the money out that way and uh, just pull out enough to stay in the 12% bracket. Then you don't even have to convert. This has been a lovely show. Sometimes I like the um, the emails. It's like I get stretch out. I get into my email mode. and It's good. If you would like to ask a question of me and of Mark, all you have to do is go to our website jillunmoney.com click the contact us button let us know if you'd be willing to come in the air and while you're on the website few things that you need to do you got to actually go and pre-order the great money reset especially after that wonderful review. When you do you will be able to sign up for our first ever live webinar. It's in February on February 8th and when you pre-order the book you get a cool little book plate too signed book plate great. Uh, Also, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That doesn't require you to do anything except sign on up. We'd love that. Okay? So uh, I know holiday season is upon us, so be careful out there and try to do something for someone else today. It's going to make that person feel better. I promise you, it's going to make you feel better. Grit, Growth, Grace, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.